0: Hey there, it's Clay with modernlove.life. And in this video, we're going to be talking about the emotional trigger that causes your ex to go silent on you. You know, it can be really frustrating when you're trying to connect with your ex and maybe you're even having some good uh, progress with that, but somehow for some reason, Things are going well enough, but then suddenly things just hit a screeching halt, and they pull back hard and stop talking to you. What what's going on? What is this emotion that maybe you're unintentionally uh, stirring up in them? And how can we go ahead and avoid doing all of this? That's what we're going to be talking about in this video. So first of all, um, this is this is actually a pretty common thing that I've experienced with uh, with clients. You know, many times. There are, uh, you know, they they, they may have good intentions, especially when they start working with me and they're not sort of, (laughs) you know, on board with my uh, personal approach and philosophy and all that stuff yet. And they may do things that maybe seem like the right thing for them, um, or maybe they've picked up from somewhere else on the internet or something like that. And they end up getting these pullbacks that happen. Why does this happen? And what can we go ahead about to, to stop? this from happening. And we're also going to be talking about positive pullbacks as well too, which is a whole different uh, scenario. But um, basically what's going on here is the emotion that your ex is experiencing is some degree of pressure or expectation on how things should go between the two of you. Now, understandably, you know, you and your ex were obviously in a relationship together. You, you, you were together. Um, And so as the two of you break up, they're naturally going to look at you in some sort of a romantic sense that that's totally natural. It's totally normal. And this is, you know, for, for, for the most part, a good thing. You know, many times people are concerned about the friend zone and things like that. And just know that your ex is probably going to always see you in some sort of a romantic light. I mean, you can't just erase all of those intimate moments you shared with one another and uh, those warm memories and all the romance and all of that stuff. You can't just erase it and pretend it didn't exist. However, this can also cause the two of you to have a difficult time connecting because of this pressure, this expectation. What do I mean? Many times, especially if you're in the early stages of all of this, your ex may not know exactly how they want the two of you to fit into each other's lives, or they may not know exactly what they want to do. Do they want to get back together with you? Do they not want to get back together with you? Maybe they don't know right now. Maybe their world is kind of turned upside down. Maybe there's a lot of confusion that they're going through. This is all very common. Um, However, if we put a lot of pressure on them either intentionally by doing things like saying like, hey, are we ever going to get back together? Do you still love me? Is there a future for us? Just give me a sign one way or the other, something like that, right? Or whether it's unintentionally because they see you through too much of a romantic lens given your history and your past and all of that. What happens is they often do what most confused people do when they're put on the spot, which is to stand still and do nothing. Um, This is because, you know, we often believe that we can avoid making a difficult choice by just uh, not choosing anything at all and just standing still. However, this obviously is not true, Um, but uh, we do want to get your ex to take a step forward towards you. And if there's too much pressure, they probably aren't going to feel like they can actually do this. They're going to start thinking thoughts like, you know, oh my goodness, if we start talking, what does that mean? If we start meeting up, what does that mean? If we start spending time together, what does that mean? Does that mean that they think we're getting back together? Oh my goodness. I don't know if I'm ready for them to think that, like, what if I change my mind and we don't get back together? Does that mean that I'm leading them on? Does that mean that I'm a bad person? Does that mean that I should feel guilty about this? What if I'm giving them false Hope. I don't want to be that kind of person that strings someone along. Um, And they might start having all of these thoughts, and it's going to cause them to pull back and create more space between the two of you because they don't want to risk overstepping their comfort zone and do something that they're not comfortable with. Okay. So this is what happens when there's too much pressure and too much expectation, either coming directly from you via things that you know a lot of us admittedly do in the early stages, like begging, pleading, um, stuff like that, or whether it's coming from you know them due to things like um, you know them seeing you as too much of a romantic. Sort of way because of your history together. And so, what we want to do is we want to relieve this pressure, at least in these early stages, you know, because the two of you are still figuring things out. And admittedly, if the two of you are going to get back together again, it's because you're going to have a good emotional connection. And the only way that emotional connection is going to happen is if the two of you actually give yourselves permission to continue to interact with one another and to spend time with one another. What we want to do is we want to decrease that pressure many times by saying things like, Hey, let's not force anything that's not there, or let's just be friends for the time being and things like that. So they can decrease the pressure and give themselves permission To interact with you in a deeper way. Now, you know, again, many times people hear things like, "Oh, let's just be friends for the time being," and they think, "Friend zone." Oh my goodness, I'm I'm doomed. I'm just gonna have to sit there uh, sipping a latte with my ex while they're gushing about you know some new partner that they have or something like that. No, again, that's not gonna happen. First of all, most (laughs) people's exes have enough tact to realize that that's not cool to do. Uh, Second of all. Um, they are still going to see you through a romantic lens. This is always going to be the case. If they don't see you through a romantic lens, then it, you know, it just means that something else is going on in the situation here. Typically, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to speak to their logical mind because there's probably some sort of emotional thing going on that's that's drawing them to want to connect with you. But their, their logical mind steps in and says, Hey, what does this mean? Am I am I biting off more than I can chew here? Am I sending false, uh, you know, mixed messages, giving false hope, or things like that? And so, what we want to do is we want to give an answer to this mind here, so that it can get out of the way, and the part of them that wants to connect with you can step forward and actually connect with you. Which is why it's important to say stuff like you know, hey, let's just be friends for the time being. That way there's already an answer preloaded into their mind. So when they start asking themselves these questions, why are we meeting up? Why are we talking? Am I giving false help? They'll be able to say, no, we're just friends. And then they'll be able to give themselves permission to spend time with you and interact with you so that you can continue to build up that emotional connection. Like we've talked about in the advanced relational skills uh, playlist, which is right up there in a video card. Check it out. A lot of people said it's been really helpful for them. Now there is a an exception to all of this, which of course is what we would call a positive pullback. Now this can happen when you are connecting well with your ex and uh, things are going great, and you know maybe they're at like riding the dragon, you know one of those five stages of getting back together. Again, video playlist right up there for the five stages, um, right up there next to the uh, advanced relational skill playlist. They're they're both great playlists. You should click on them. By the way, if if you're liking this video, hit that thumbs up click on things all around, uh, subscribe to this channel, all that sort of good stuff. Um, And if you do want to get more free help and advice, please make sure you sign up for our email newsletter at modernlove.life slash newsletter. You can find a link for that down in the description box below, as well as other links for ways that you can either follow me on social media or work together in some fashion or other. If your ex is at this riding the dragon stage Or maybe even at crisis point stage, you may experience these things called positive pullbacks. And this happens as your ex is wanting to trust the version of you that they see in front of you. So, you know, you've probably made some sort of change as the result of this breakup to try to, you know, demonstrate to your ex that things are going to be different. They're not going to be walking back into the same relationship that they walked out of in the first place, yada, yada, yada. However, as they start to see this new side of you, they admittedly do like it, but it also stirs up questions in their mind of like, okay, you know, this is all great and everything, but we we broke up because of these terrible issues over here. Which one is the right one? Is it what I just saw in front of my own eyes? Or is that just you on your best behavior? You putting on an act, you putting on a good show, and really you're the same person I broke up with. So again, they like the changes that they're seeing. It's just they're not sure which to put their trust and faith in. So many times they do have this positive pullback. In, In the case of a positive pullback, The important thing is to demonstrate consistency. It's to uh, show them through uh, your actions and behaviors that they definitely are not walking back into the same relationship that they walked out of. And any changes that you have made are legitimate and, uh, you know, real changes. And this is going to help to build up trust because when it comes to positive pullbacks, this is really a game of trust. We want to build up more and more and more trust as we interact more. So through consistency, you can actually start to interact in a better way, build up higher levels of trust and, um, inspire them to actually start to release any of these fears or concerns that they're having. Anyway, that's the positive pullback. It's a little bit different than the pressure thing that we talked about early on in this video. But anyway, once again, if you like this video, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe down below, check out the video playlist up there, and make sure you sign up for our free email newsletter over at modernlove.life slash newsletter, so we can send you tips, advice, and strategies to help you get the kind of great loving relationship that you want. Anyway, once again, this has been Clay. Thanks so much. Take care, and I'll talk to you in the next video.